0: Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. We're living in a world with chaos. Lots of problems are happening. But the problem is, there will be tribulation, and then this tribulation will be very severe, very serious, and there will be more troubles, more disease, more natural disasters, and more wars. So if you think of all this natural uh, the phenomena and all the problems going on, you might think like, uh, wow, this is a great opportunity, you know, pe- people's heart will be humbled and will be devastated and will be uh, seeking God uh, more, so people will be more religious, well, it may be true. But some atheists uh, criticize about that and they say, you know, that's why people believe in religion. If everything is going well, well, people will not see the need of a religion. But when things are not going well, uh, people need something else. So that's why people create God and they create some kind of religion. Well, we have to be very careful about that because just because people are in you know, troubles and difficulties doesn't mean that their hearts would be softened and there will be uh, repenting of their sin and they will turn to Jesus Christ. Because today Today's passage clearly shows that is not the case. No matter how hard time or difficulties uh, people are going through, there will be people who are stubborn and people hearts would be uh, rigid, and they are not really turning to Jesus. They are not really repenting of their sin. So let's look at. Revelation chapter 9, verses 20 through 21. We'll see the people who are now repenting, uh, no matter what situation they're going through. So let's read this passage together. The rest of mankind who are not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands so as not to worship demons and the idols of gold and of silver and of brass and of stone and of wood which can neither see nor hear nor walk and they did not repent of their martyrs nor of their sorceries nor of their immoralities nor nor of their thefts okay so in this passage i want to draw two things the first one is idols Second one is behaviors. So they are now repenting of their idols first, and then they are now repenting of their their sinful behaviors. Okay, so let's go uh, one by one. So let me give you some context here. First, in this chapter, in this chapter 9, verses 1 through 6, talk about the fifth angel blowing the trumpet. As he was blowing the trumpet, as Satan was coming down, and then he he was uh, tormenting especially non-believers. And these non-believers, uh, they were seeking for death because it was so difficult to bear, but even they could not die. Uh, that torture was for five months. And then sixth angel blew the trumpet, and there was a worldwide War. So that is the chapter, uh, verses seven through nineteen, and one third of population, one third of whole population in the world, died because of that. Uh, war so the war, we can see the war was very severe so it's almost like a world war 2 world war 1 world war 2 this is more casualty uh, than those uh, two wars now what happened to the remaining people what about the 2 thirds of the people who survived so that is the passage that we're going to look at so let's look at uh, verses 20 through 21 again it says the rest of mankind who are not killed by these plagues so these are the these are the survivors okay they say they did not so this is what i wanted to mention the first one they did not repent of the works of their hands in other words these are what idols how do we know because the rest of the passage is saying so as not to worship demons and the idols of gold, and of silver, and of brass, and of stone, and of wood. I mean, this is just like the religion the, the atheists was talking about. This is the religion made by human being. They were just making all these objects as the uh, ob- objects of worship in this case. Then, what does this idol look like? It says, which can neither see, nor hear, nor walk. So, these idols, these objects have no life. That's what it says. Now, this is very uh, similar to what uh, Psalm 105, 115. If you look at 115 verses 4 through 7, you see the idols that people make. But the problem is, these idols have ears, but they cannot hear. They have eyes, but they cannot see. And they have legs, and they have well, arms, but they cannot move around because they are just objects they cannot move but the problem is in verse 8 of this uh, psalm 115 it says these the people who make and who people who worship these idols become like them in other words the people who worship the idols become like idols in other words even these people have ears but they cannot hear. They have eyes, but they cannot see. Of course, the physically, they function. You know, they can see the nat- natures and they can hear the sound. However, spiritually, they are dull. They are, they become foolish. They become dead. So they cannot hear God. They cannot see God's glory. They cannot distinguish be, which one is good or evil. They, they just cannot function spiritually just like they are. Idols. Okay, so they are in a very, very deep, foolish heart. Now you might say, you might say, you know, I'm not worshiping any of these objects. I'm not worshiping woods. I'm not worshiping gold. I'm not worshiping moon and sun. I'm not living in that Old Testament time. Does that mean that we don't have any idols? Well, we have still in 2023. There are modern day idols. What are the, some good example? The best example is what? Money. Money is. The modern day, uh, the idol. We can see in First Timothy, First Timothy chapter six, verse nine through ten, the rich people fall into temptation. Okay, and then verse ten, the root of the e- the money, love of money is the root of evil, and because of that, people fall fall away from faith, and their heart become foolish. Okay, So they have this idolatry of money, they worship money, but the Bible clearly says you cannot worship money and God together. You have to choose one or the other. But the love of money will corrupt people's heart and they will disrupt and they will, they will just they will, um that would make it dirty, make our hearts dirty, so that we can tr- we cannot truly listen to the voice of God and will not be able to obey God's word. Remember the rich young ruler, and they want he wanted to be saved, he wanted to have a new life, so they wa- he went to he came to Jesus Christ, but look at what happened. You know, uh, when Jesus said you need to sell everything that you have and you follow me, and he was so stro- stro- struggled, and he stop following jesus christ why because he loved money more so he chose money over god that is what it means to love of money that's the love of money will make people fall away from their faith how serious is that but this pattern is also we can also found in romans chapter one Verse 21, we see the people who knew God, but they they did not give thanks to God. They did not honor God. In other other words, they did not worship God. So imagine the people who are in the church building. I mean, they went through a lot of Bible studies. You know, they study um, the Bible back to back. And then probably some of them are even memorizing the Bible verses. So they knew God. They knew about God. The problem is they're not worshiping God. That means they had something else that they were worshiping. Where they were following. So in the following verse, in verse twenty-two, people turned the glory of God into the image of the uh, image of animals and all the reptiles and all of that. In other words, they were worshiping the idols rather than God Himself. And then what happened? It leads to the sinful behavior. So that there's uh, all the list of sins starting from verses uh, twenty-three until all the way down to uh, verse thirty-two so we see the greatest problem is the heart of people and this heart of people is filled with idolatry they are worshiping the idols and this worship the idol worship is uh, seriously making the people's heart very rigid and stubborn just like it reminds me of the pharaoh in the book of exodus that even though he was going through so many difficult uh, times through the ten plagues, even some other people were saying, stop being, uh, stop being stubborn. You know, don't you see that God of, of Israel is, uh, uh, is uh, destroying us? But the Pharaoh's ears were dull. I mean, he, his heart was stubborn. His heart was rigid. So, he kept rebelling against God. Of course, we see that it was under God's sovereign control. However, in a human perspective, we can see the great example right there, the Pharaoh's example. But also, we see the great example of people being stubborn because of their idol worship. Even in the midst of all the difficulties and struggle, especially in the tribulation, one-third of people died. And they clearly saw that Satan was tormenting the unbelievers. These unbelievers wanted to... uh, die but they could not even die they were they were going through this all problems yet their heart was still stubborn because of this idol worship they still chose choose to worship idols their money and their own gods how sad this is but this is not only the problem we see another problem the second problem so let's look at they were uh, not repenting of their sinful behaviors so let's look at this passage Again, in verse 21, it says, They did not repent of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their immorality, nor of their thefts. Okay, so we can see that uh, sinful behaviors, right? Uh, the murders and sorcery, sorceries, so it can be like a magic arts and all of that, but also in the, you know, in the original word, it can also be the drug dealer here, nor of their immorality, like sexual immorality, nor of their thefts. So we can see the list of the sinful behaviors. Of course, the sinful behaviors can uh, be more than these. So what does it really mean? What do we see here? You know, We see the uh, un- unrepentant heart of their idolatry, but also we see the unrepentant heart of their oh. sinful behavior. So they are clearly connected. As I mentioned earlier, in the Romans chapter 1 verses 1 through 21 through 22, we see the idolatry, but also the idolatry is leading to sinful behavior. The, those two are closely connected. If you have something else that you're worshiping, then your heart will lead you to the sinful behavior. We see in the in uh, the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments starts with this. Worship the God alone. Lord God alone. Okay, you cannot worship money and God together. You cannot worship your own job and God together. You cannot worship other people, your dream, your vision, yourself with God. You must worship God alone. So it all starts with the worship of God. But if there's a problem of worship of God, if you worship something else, then all the rest of the, uh, the Ten commandments, commandments talking about all the behaviors, okay? so that uh, the the idolatry will lead to the sinful behavior so the heart must be filled with the worship of god so there are behaviors would be filled with righteous acts so it starts with god it starts with our heart of worship but the people May uh, see the outside of their behaviors and they're right. So they think that if the outside is good, the uh, the inside must be good. Of course, it could be. However, people try to uh, cover themselves up with a um, pseudo righteous action. And Jesus knew that. So even even in Jesus' time on the earth, you know there were a group of Sadducees and Pharisees, especially the Pharisees. They were religious people, and then they were looking good outside. But you know Jesus knew what was inside of them. Matthew 23. Twenty-seven clearly says, you are like a whitewashed womb. You have a beautiful appearance outside. Your outside look very white, very pure, but inside you are full of dead bones. So what does that really mean? The outside and inside do not match. So if your heart is full of idolatry idol worship even if you're out or outside work like a, look like very righteous it is all abomination it is all sinful behavior to jesus even these respective pharisees were all nothing uh, no one but sinners there be behaviors, out, outward behaviors, were also sinful to Jesus because Jesus knew our hearts and He is God. He is the only righteous. So, our sinful behavior must be corrected, must be repented. Now, some people say, you know, we need to repent of drinking or uh, smoking or pornography. Yes, we definitely need to repent of our sinful behaviors, but that is not all. We must start with what? We must repent of our idolatry. As we saw here today, in verse 20, it talks about idolatry, and verse 21 talks about the behavior. Both of them must be repented, not just the sinful behaviors. Because even if you, are, uh, if you, even if you repent of your sinful behaviors, th- but if you still worship something else inside of your heart, even though other people may not recognize you, but God knows your heart, your sinful behavior change it would be just nothing but moral modification. But the moral modification does not lead you to uh, saving, uh, salvation. Okay, because there are a lot of good people outside of Jesus. They may have good works outside, but they are all fake. They are not true good works. Your heart must be changed. Your heart must be changed from idolatry to the true worship of God. So what should we do? First of all, we need to repent of our sins, starting with our true heart. Our heart already was corrupted with idolatry. Even when we are born, we're born as a sinner. But do you think that as a baby, we're worshiping God automatically? I don't think so. You know, babies are craving for their own uh, selfish desire, which is to eat and to, to um, to be cared for. So we are naturally born with selfishness. What does that mean? We worship ourselves. And in, and with that, uh, we've kind of built up our own Tower of Babel that uh, we try to build up our. On identity based on how great we are How handsome and how strong we are How smart we are And we try to build up really good resume for ourselves Like a good work relationship, good degree And a good uh, partnership with other people All for myself, all for, all for my kingdom Basically inward, inwardly we are worshipping ourselves Even though uh, we may do a lot of good works so We help people, we give money to the poor people And then we do a lot of benefits uh, fishery, um, really good works, but benevolence works. However, all of them are just for us if we still worship ourselves. We need, that's why Jesus said, uh, if you want to follow me, first of all, you need to deny yourself. That means we are renouncing our idolatry of ourselves. And then we need to take up the cross, meaning that we need to take the mission from the Lord. We need to uh, take what God says to us, not about what we want to do, what we want to achieve, our dream or vision. We need to lay them all of down all of them down, and we need to follow Jesus, not to follow our dream, not to follow our vision, not to follow ourselves or other people, but we need to follow Jesus Christ. That is true repentance. Repentance is not just a murmuring few words and say, oh yeah, I said I confess my sin before God so that I'm free. Well, We need to confess our sin. Yes, that is true. But repentance is not just a prayer. What a prayer. But repentance is the life. It is an action. We need to continue to repent of our sins in front of God, before the Lord. And that will lead us to uh, the the change or transformation of our behaviors. We're not perfect. But we are making progress. Even if you uh, used to drink or smoke, uh, you definitely need to stop all of them so that you can change your behavior. Now, sometimes you might fall um, into temptation again. But you need to repent. Again, repent of your idolatry first, your heart. And then that will lead to the, uh, your, your, uh, the behavioral change. Pray to the Lord, God, please change my behavior. I do not want to do this anymore. I want to stop this now. Lord, please help me. Okay. So that must be the daily routine, daily discipline, daily repentance. We need to repent of our idolatry and we need to repent of our sinful behavior, and that is the, how child of God lives. But at the same time, we need to warn the world about the seriousness of this tribulation, that Jesus is coming soon. We must be prepared. Jesus, even when Jesus was on the earth, he warned about the future. right? You must be wise. You must be waken up because someone is going to be taken up raptured, but someone will be remaining here because this someone is not repenting of his or her sin, and they are just stubborn-hearted. So even though they must be in the same house, they're in the same work, same school bus, and same street, but one will be taken away, one will be remaining. Which one do you want to be? If you want to be taken up, if you want to be raptured, if you want to be with Christ Jesus forever in heaven, First of all, you need to repent of your sin. The good news is this. If you repent of your sin, you will be forgiven, not because of who you are, not because of how beautiful uh, prayer that you did, but because of Christ Jesus, because Jesus Christ died for your sins. He died for us. He washed our sins away through the blood, through His blood. So the forgiveness is done through what Jesus has done at the Calvary. So you must turn away from your sin, stop sinning, and turn to Jesus Christ and fix your eyes on Christ to Jesus continually. That is the life of repentance so that you don't have to go through all this trouble and tribulation, but you will be with God forever for His glory. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank You, we praise You for teaching us this wonderful and beautiful and wonderful most important lesson, to repent of our sins, thank you that Jesus Christ, your Son, died for our sin, and He rose from the dead to give us eternal life. You lay the foundation for our salvation. So Father, we want to lay down our idols in front of you, and we do not want to, we want to stop following ourselves and our desire, our dream, but we want to follow you, Lord. So Father, please forgive us. Please forgive us, please forgive our idolatry. And please forgive our sinful behaviors so that, Father, even our life would be a manifestation of your glory, for you, for, of your goodness, so that people who see our lives would see through us who you are. Father, we thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' holy name we pray. It. Amen.